Race to Walk Podcast, Episode 35. Welcome to the Raise to Walk Podcast, where we're walking out the life of faith. Romans 6, verse 4 reads, As Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. And this show is designed to help you do just that. Now here's your host, Carla Alvarez. Thanks for joining me today, and I'm going to talk about something a little bit different. Uh, I'm going to talk about the Duggar family, and uh, I read an article about, or several articles actually, about something that one of them said, and there's kind of an uproar about. So I don't actually watch the Duggars, and I don't really have an opinion on them one way or the other, but the one thing that I will say that everybody seems to associate with them is their, um, their claim that they will just have as many kids as God gives them. And the one thing that I will say about that is that I don't think you should be claiming to do God's will unless if you are raising the baby in a way that God designed our bodies naturally to do, which is practicing extended and on-demand nursing and weaning between the ages of two to three rather than six months. So that's another topic. That's that's the only thing that really um, is kind of my issue with them. But anyway, uh, Google, I guess, seems to think I am interested in them as this article was suggested in my feed. And the headline was, Jim Bob and Michelle keep calling their kids servants. So the uproar began over an update on the Duggars Facebook page that showed a couple of the boys helping out with the dishes. But wait, that's not all. The accompanying caption included a comment saying that they have a servant's heart. Some people are ticked, seriously. So if you read the Bible and understand the reference and the context, you are probably laughing right now. But actually, people are seriously upset about this. The author goes on to say that this has been an ongoing quote-unquote controversy with the Duggars and that one of the daughters raised a ruckus when she said a sister-in-law had a servant's heart. So some seem to think that the sister was being dissed by the person saying this. What this article is is an example of two things. So one, society thinks that a child should not be expected to do anything other than play video games and be shuttled to soccer. There's nothing wrong with expecting kids to do housework and teaching them that life isn't centered around them. The second thing is that it is a clear illustration that biblical references in general and Christian concepts in particular are completely foreign to large segments of our society. In an interview with The Atlantic, Michael Weir, President Obama's former director of faith outreach efforts, talked about this unfamiliarity. As an illustration, he shared a story of a speech that he wrote, which included the phrase, even the least of these. Other staffers kept editing it. They did not understand what it meant at all and thought it was a typo. If you're a Christian and most of the people you hang with are as well, sometimes it's easy to forget just how counterculture and opposite human nature some of the teachings of Jesus are. He was God come as the Son of Man, yet he did not seek accolades or glory for himself. 
everything he did was to bring glory to the Father. Jesus' way is not the way of our modern celebrity culture, which glorifies overexposed individuals. He tells us to help others, to encourage others, and to pray for others. Our focus and to where we should be directing people is always to be on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Even more than that, Jesus told his disciples repeatedly, whoever would be greatest among you must be servant of all. When someone looks at the context of the statement, saying that someone has a servant's heart is not being dismissive. It's an honorific. Some people do things for others with an ulterior motive. I'm not talking about those who do for you either to manipulate into doing something for them or to put you under obligation, although that does happen as well. I'm talking about people who are always doing for other people just so everyone will see that they are always doing for other people. We all know people like that. They do it to be the in person. They do it to be publicly acknowledged and to get awards. They do it to fill a void in their lives. They do it to be accepted. The heart motive is not about the other person, but about themselves. And I've been that person. I used to overcommit and run myself into the ground, volunteering all over the place. Then one day when I was run down and feeling unappreciated and a little resentful, the Holy Spirit convicted me. Who was I really doing it for? Was I doing it for the other person? If that were truly the case, and if it had been freely given, there would have been no resentment. If I were doing it for God, then it shouldn't matter if I received acknowledgement or even a thanks. God sees. He doesn't forget, and he will reward. Now, before I commit, I check my motives and emotions. Is there any sort of feeling of striving or emotion other than a peace about it? If so, I need to examine what is going on. I try to check myself and check with God first to see if that is where he really wants me. Sometimes it is the good things that get in the way and keep us from God's best. We are not only to have a servant's heart, but to have a humble spirit. Pride is always sitting there waiting for a spot in our heart and mind. That is why we are to constantly keep our focus on Christ submitting ourselves to him and allowing the Holy Spirit to transform our thoughts and minds so that we can truly be that reflection of him. For links to the articles referenced in this episode, visit raisedtowalk.org slash p35. Now let's end with our prayer. Father, thank you for always being with us. Create within us a clean heart and give us a willingness to be guided by your Holy Spirit. Help us not only to be guided in right actions, but in right motives, that we do all things for your glory and not our own. We want to walk with you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've been enjoying the Raised to Walk episodes, be sure to subscribe to our podcast. We also love to get feedback from our listeners, so tell us what you think by either rating or reviewing us on iTunes or Stitcher, or by sending us an email at contact at raisetowalk.org. Thanks for listening to the Raised to Walk podcast. We'd love for you to continue to walk with us, so head over to raisedtowalk.org slash news to get free updates. Have a blessed day, and we'll see you next time.